Welcome to Deleted Saves. On this episode, Castlevania Symphony of the Night on PlayStation 1. My lord, where does one even begin with this game? Symphony of the Night arrived on the PlayStation in 1997 as an action role-playing entry in the long-running series that was the jumping-off point for then-assistant director Koji Igarashi, who would thereafter helm the Castlevania series, producing a number of games in the Symphony of the Night style for more than a decade, so successful was this formula. The player takes on the role of Alucard, Dracula's half-human son, that the series has not really seen since Castlevania III, who wakes after centuries of self-imposed slumber to drive Dracula back into the grave after the fated Belmont soldier of the current century, Richter, goes missing, and Dracula is resurrected outside of his appointed time. Yes, Dracula must come back only once a century. Kind of like undead herpes, I suppose. Moments inside the castle walls, Alucard is stripped of his gear and must explore the entire castle looking for replacement gear and new powers to... Hang on a second. Someone's at my studio door. Super Metroid, why are you here? We already spotlighted you and... Oh! Oh, you're just here to remind me of the elephant of the room. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, bye. Sorry, folks, uh, but she brings up the biggest point we must address. Castlevania, Symphony of the Night specifically, is the other half of the term Metroidvania that, along with Super Metroid, birthed a style of game where the playable character is underpowered for their job and must freely explore a large environment so that they can obtain enough magic goodies and sci-fi MacGuffins not only to progress past artificial barriers in the game, but to grow in power so they can take down greater foes. While the first Symphony of the Night underperformed, it quickly grew in cult status to a major hit, and for a generation of developers who had the benefit of playing both this and Super Metroid, began to develop our current glut of games, both independent and first party, where the player must indeed search for goods and powers to progress freely across the sprawling map of an action game. And I swear, anyone who insists on that I call these games search action titles can eat my entire asshole. I'm still going to call them Metroidvanias. Symphony of the Night brought to the forefront a number of things that make the Castlevania series both great and very silly. As Alucard himself says, the castle itself is a creature of chaos, an amazing throwaway line that neatly ties up the lore of why every other time a Belmont or adventurer has entered the castle since the mid-80s, it is completely different from the previous time. With Dracula being so mighty, why wouldn't his home be an eldritch horror as well? just bent to its master's will. Castlevania is also a clearinghouse for monsters of every type, from folklore to movies, books to other video games. Literally anything can be found here, and defeated with spell, whip, or blade. But it also highlights just how utterly cheesy the series can be. With hackneyed stories, inconsistent timelines and lore, a colorful cast of dumbass protagonists and antagonists, and the dialogue and line reads, I can't even sometimes... But none of this is a bad thing. If anything, it helped to craft a better experience, much like a cult classic B-movie, a so-bad-it's-good type of game. Symphony of the Night also had an alternate good ending, like many of its predecessors. If you missed a certain key item, you would end up killing the incorrect final boss, and thus missing an entire second castle and the true enemy of the game. No points for guessing who that is, folks. Playing Symphony is a hell of a worthwhile experience, one of my all-time top ten favorites. It also showcased a few regional differences. 
has a direct sequel to the game Rondo of Blood, you can unlock a playable Richter Belmont, the fated Belmont of this century, and let him take down the forces of the Castle Beast. But in Japan, you could also play as Maria, the young girl from Rondo, now grown up and exploring the castle on her own. This I learned about from the Japanese import of the game an old friend of mine once owned. That's right, folks. We didn't get the whole game here, even if just a tidbit. Castlevania as a series, much like its castle, is a creature of chaos, with so many hands and creative minds having touched over the decades. Symphony of the Night also highlights that there are other heroes out there, not just the Belmonts, who can stand against Dracula and his army of evil and win, which throws a wrench in the lore but makes the world wider and more vibrant. Symphony was lightning in a bottle, a moment of classic gold for gaming, rarely seen and even more rarely repeated. But I ask you, what is a man if he cannot take chaos and create wonders every now and then? Thank you for listening.